0: Hello there, and welcome to Across the Acres, a Bex Hybrids podcast, where our goal is to connect, challenge, and inspire you by interviewing others who have a story or message that they'd like to share. My name is Carly Fry, and I'm joined by my co-host, David Ringer, and our producer, Morgan Fitch. With us today is our guest, Kristen Moon, nurse practitioner here at Bex Hybrids. How's everybody doing today?
1: I'm pretty good. Morgan Damn looks it. a little funny, though. I don't know what happened to Morgan. He's al- sweating profusely. Yes. I, I mean, always I'm funny. not going to
2: lie. I'm a little nervous. You're- so <laughs> I'm the okay
1: one over here <laughs> <laughs> sweating. Kristen's oh. nervous. Morgan's nervous. Morgan's not nervous. Just Kristen. David just and I are, okay. are cool as cucumbers. Yeah. Cool as the other side of the pillow. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Oh, do
0: you sleep with a silk pillow sheet? No. Cover or just like no. regular cotton?
1: We're still in flannel sheets right now. because Oh, no. oh Illinois is freezing right now. This is ridiculous. Oh no! It's May, at least at home. I don't know what month it is when we're you know launching this podcast, but it's May, and I'm freezing. It's crazy. But yeah. today it's warming up. Things are looking good.
0: Well, welcome, Kristen. Now you, now we've like baptism by fire here. Like we're just like getting into it. Thanks for having me. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, so so our listeners can get to know you, who you are. Right. You're a nurse practitioner here at Vex, but you also have a little cool story about yourself. You're a wife, you're a mother, um, you were involved in pageantry and still are involved in pageantry, which I appreciate because I have that kind of background too. So Ooh,
2: fun. We'll have to have
0: some stories. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. On.
2: Yeah. So I've been a nurse practitioner for going on seven years, been a registered nurse um, for 13 years, been working here at Beck's um, since November of 2017. We opened our clinic in 2018 and it's been going great offering um, both workers comp, and urgent care for our employees. I've been married to my husband, Brad, uh, for nine years. We have three wonderful children together. My 17-year-old stepson uh, is your typical teenager. My six-year-old uh, little boy, Connor, uh, he is your wild man. And then my little girl, three, uh, Olivia, she is just super sassy and lots of fun. Mm.
1: Spunky even?
0: Very spunky. Oh,
2: Who my does goodness. she remind
0: you of? Yourself? Your husband?
2: She's a good combination of both of us, but as much as I hate to say it, the sassiness probably comes from me.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
2: Although I don't think mine came out until I was a teenager. Hers is already coming out at two years old. So So maybe
0: it'll like level off as she gets older. Maybe like you can hope, right? Yeah, right. Let's hope.
1: (laughs) Teenage girls though. Always a unique opportunity. Always.
0: Yeah. I mean, Kristen and I both were
1: Teenage girls at one point. We We can relate. We We can (laughs) relate.
2: I'm kind of afraid it's Morgan. Were you
0: ever a teenage girl?
1: (laughs) Uh, Despite what my name sounds like, no, no, never. No. No. Okay, Uh fair enough. Well, Kristen, we've invited you here today to share with us your story, or a portion of your story, if you will, because your life story is many things. But it would have been two summers ago. You had quite the experience uh, with the pool in your backyard. And had some friends over for a birthday celebration. What happened?
2: Yeah, so two years ago, my friend's five-year-old son, he drowned in our pool in our backyard. Um, When he was pulled out of the pool, he was gray, he didn't have a pulse, and he wasn't breathing. Um, I definitely feel that God put me in the right place at the right time. And he used my training um, as a nurse practitioner and RN to perform immediate and effective CPR. Until the ambulance arrived. Um, How they, long did
1: that last?
2: It took 10 minutes until the ambulance arrived to her house. And by wow. that time, well, he was already gone and he would have died. And thankfully, um, with CPR, Adam survived. Um, Were you the one
0: that called the ambulance or was your friend or? um,
2: So we had we had other people at our house and there were multiple people calling the ambulance. Okay, I remember hearing in the background my husband on the phone and my friends on the phone. There were probably a good five or so people.
0: And that is awesome that you had so many people that just like jumped into action and was like, okay, we got to do something. Like let's form a plan and like, let's go with this.
2: Yeah. Like that's the, that's the really surreal part is that I wasn't in the pool at the time when it happened, I was actually standing off and I was having a conversation and I heard my friend, his mother scream. And when I looked over what I just described earlier is what I saw. And before I knew it, he was in my arms. I don't even recall getting there that fast. Um, There were a handful of people who could have done CPR and would have done CPR. But even afterwards, um, they said, I don't know if I would have pushed this hard. I don't know if I would have been able to do it. And so hearing that lack of confidence in people who have been trained, it was really disheartening, and I—that's where my passion came into play. Where I wanted to be able to educate others um, on the importance of CPR, and not only that, but bring awareness to drowning. And so, by doing that, what better way than as you talked about before with pageantry, absolutely, um, to be able to hold a title and reach a larger population? Yeah, I will say that you know it wasn't all rainbows afterwards. Um, I was very thankful that Adam survived. Um, And I don't know how my life would have been different. Um, And I've had conversations with David in the past that, you know, during that moment when I was doing CPR, there was that thought that he wasn't going to come back. And I remember telling myself, those same thoughts. I don't know how I'm going to live with this. This is in my own backyard. I'm not even gonna be able to live in our brand new house that we just built. Um, And I remember God speaking to me and he told me that he's going to come back. You just keep going. He's going to come back. And so now, you know, my faith has grown immensely um, in the Lord. I uh, went on my first um, mission trip with Bex in February of 2020 before the pandemic and that was a great experience. Um, and just throughout all of it, having the connections and a lot of coworkers here being able to open up and provide resources because I did suffer with a lot of flashbacks in the beginning. Um, but thankfully with the right amount of resources, um, we were able to, uh,
0: make ashes turn into beauty. Ooh, I <laughs> like that. Perfect. So Perfect. what would you tell someone that's, contemplating hey should I get CPR certified or I don't really know much about CPR Um, what would you tell that person that's kind of maybe one of our listeners is having that same question maybe they've got little ones around them or they work with kids or with you know even older adults anyone really what would you tell that person to absolutely
2: do it and don't look back there are so so many reasons, you know, why an individual should should learn CPR. You know, one is that it saves lives. Two, it's very easy to learn, especially the hands only. You can actually get onto a YouTube video and type in hands only and learn CPR in less than two minutes. Wow. Um, It Mm. Tells you, yeah, the the proper placement of the hands and how hard and fast to push. Um, you don't have to do mouth-to-mouth. I know that's always a concern, you know, with individuals, but it's not necessary. Something is better than nothing. And in fact, most cardiac arrests occur within the home. So more than likely, really? it's going to be someone that you love or that you know.
0: Wow, that is crazy. So when I think about, you know, my loved ones in and... In- you know, people that I work with from a CPR standpoint, um, you know, where do I even start? Would you say start with YouTube or, um, who, who as a nurse, you know, who would you recommend?
2: So I definitely recommend contacting um, a national training agency like the American Heart Association. Uh, You can locate, you can schedule um, with an instructor there. Uh, You can even obtain your certification through online classes. You can go on to YouTube, learn the hands only in less than two minutes. Like I said, something is better than nothing. Um, Here at BEX, for our first responders and our employees who are interested, we also offer on a quarterly basis uh, CPR training for those individuals. That's neat.
1: Take me or take all of us back to uh, that moment by the pool and you're administering CPR. Is there a time where y- you felt this was going too too long, that you couldn't keep going? What, what goes through your mind as you're performing CPR?
2: A lot of things. <laughs> it's crazy. In a short amount of time, what seems like a very long time go- runs through your head. Um, I vividly remember hearing the mom next to me. Um, In fact, I had to, you know, try to get people to kind of get her out of the way. I remember looking across from me and having my mom in front of me, who's also a nurse. Um, I remember she told me afterwards, she did offer for herself to take over and I must have looked in her and she said, I knew in your eyes you weren't going to give up and you were going to keep going. Um, My dad was behind me, and I could hear him talking. I could hear my husband on the phone. Um, Just those thoughts that I talked about before. Uh, Is he going to come back? Is he not going to come back? Am I going to keep being able to do this? I did go through multiple rounds, um, but I will say that the most relieving thing was having him uh, start to cough up some water and then start breathing on his own, lo- on his own, to where I could feel a heartbeat. Um, those were, were the most rewarding. Uh, mom- was the most rewarding moment of my life. Um, but I was still, I was still scared uh, until the ambulance did get there. Absolutely. That something was going to happen again. Um, So, you know, I'm really good. I've been good friends with his mother, Mary Beth, um, and we still remain really good friends. Uh, We actually kind of tag team the whole drowning awareness and bringing awareness to uh, CPR. She is very good with her words, and after about three days after the incident, she made a post, um, and it went viral. Uh, we were contacted by every news station in Indy and Good Morning America, um, and she she's just been great about bringing, bringing awareness to that. She's supported me uh, throughout my pageantry. She came out to Las Vegas, uh, her and her husband, two nationals, um, and she gifted me with uh, this uh, plaque for my wall that says, perhaps this is the moment for which you were created. And wow. I live by that. I live by that. Um, because I truly feel that God puts you through struggles and you may not always know, you know, why you're going through what you're going. Um, but it's for, it's to put you on the, pur- on your purpose, your path to your journey. And, and that's where I'm currently on now. So you talk
0: about, um, the people that were around you and you can hear little murmurs of, you know all these people that love you and care about you was there one voice that stood out that you listened to throughout that whole time right that you hung on to the most that kept you going so you talk about your mom your dad Mm -hmm.
2: those voices i i all i remember very vividly yes but the one voice is god's voice that said he's going to come back just keep going that's awesome
1: how long was he gone we're not
2: Yeah. It's questionable how long he was under the water. I would say definitely less, probably 30 seconds to a minute. Um, and then I would say maybe three, four minutes. I mean, it, wow. was, it was getting up there. Um, and around four to six minutes is when brain damage usually starts to occur.
1: Yes.
2: And, you know, another message that, you know, I want to get out there because I feel um, like there's... A lot of stigma sometimes too. Well, if you had if you had a bunch of people there, then how can a little boy drown in a pool? Well, it happens, and accidents happen every day, and we're human. Yes. Um. And so it's it's about bringing that awareness because there's about three thousand five hundred deaths occur each year to drowning and it's the number one leading cause of accidental dra- deaths in, in ages one to four. Um, so it's very, it's mm. very much out there. Um, but it's about bringing that awareness. Yes. It's a hundred percent preventable.
1: Yes. The voice of God, you've mentioned that a couple times. I'm curious what it sounded like for you. There are a lot of uh, believers and a lot of non-believers that would be listening to this. And they may call into question how how could you hear the voice of God? But I know you did. You know you did. What did he sound like?
2: Just your normal man. Yes. He just sounded like a, a friend next to me telling me to keep going. Um, you know, I've I prior to this happening, um, I reached out to God myself because I I've come from a religious background background. Um and there are times when I feel like we get away, you know, from our faith. And I remember reaching out to him and just, you know, just give me something. Give me something to where, you know, my I can grow my faith and and become closer to you. Well, be careful what you ask for. (laughs) Because I definitely (laughs) I definitely got it. But, you know, I I like I said, I think struggles happen and it and it puts us on on the path of our purpose.
1: God answers prayers, and, and sometimes we wish He wouldn't. Uh, and we don't often know all that we're asking for, but it has launched you onto a, a renewed, deeper relationship with Him. And what does that look like today? How is it different today than it was two and a half years ago?
2: Yeah. So as I I talked about, I had went on the mission trip, which, which was amazing. Um, Where did you go on the mission trip? We went to the Dominican to awesome. Freedom Internationals. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Um, helped build the school. Uh, was joined in on the school activities. Um, it was it was fun. We were there a week, and you know now I do daily devotionals. I'm opening up the Bible, reading the stories from the daily devotional, applying them to my everyday life, trying to pray more, um, and really, um, just reach out to him when, when I start to worry or when I start to have a problem that it's not, it's not me just here, you know, he's with me, he knows what's going to happen in the future. Um, and so it's, it's been a blessing. And then I also did find, um, a church that I have been attending. Um, and I, I can honestly say not on a regular basis, but I hope that I can get to that point. And I've, you know, um, brought my children uh, to church. And so my six-year-old's talking about God all the time. And we listen to K-Love all the time. That's the only station I listen to. And, um, it's just been, it's been a blessing in disguise.
0: So you've got, you've got some kids at home, you know, what was your experience prior to this? Like were they good swimmers or have you how have you educated them throughout this process too? Because obviously as a mom of of little ones too, right? That that's gonna throw up a red flag and saying, okay, we've now got to prevent that from happening even at our own home with our own children. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so I'm definitely more hyper vigilant around water. Um, when it comes to water safety, it's about having swimming education, um, about having the proper flotation devices and not using those um, as a substitute for adult supervision. When you have those large gatherings, always having a water watcher who's consistently watching all the children and the adults for that matter, because yeah, it can happen to adults um, having that gate or that uh, pool cover and then just knowing CPR, because had, you know, no one known how to do CPR, he wouldn't have been here. Like I said, it had ta- taken 10 minutes for the ambulance to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as with my own children and, un- you know, unfortunately, my six year old and my 17 year old, they both um, witnessed all of it. And so they have a, a greater respect for the water now. Um, Um, and we've instilled that in all of our children and then just making sure that they have the proper swim lessons Um, and then more or less from the accident just really taking into consideration just the pool in general and making sure all those measures are taken into place before that pool cover is opened. Absolutely.
1: So we all have a unique opportunity in life to help save people it may not be quite as in a dramatic fashion as you experienced, but what advice would you leave all of us to say, okay, if not CPR, if you never get the chance to to perform CPR, how else can we help save each other? How do we help each other every day? What's that look like for us?
2: You know, just being there for each other, um, lending each other the support uh, that we need. Sometimes we don't always express our feelings. um, And so just asking people if they're okay um, and you know, another take home message is not letting your fear get the best of you because so often we let our fear get in the way of opportunity. And I know myself, I've missed out on a lot of, a lot of opportunities because of fear. And now I'm trying to tell myself that if fear arises, then I'm going to do it afraid.
0: Yeah. And you talked about too, you know, having fear, you go to God when, when you need him the most and, um, just letting him lead your path what are you doing going forward with this experience? You know, what is moving forward look like for you? So
2: back in uh, June of 2020, um, I competed for the Mrs. Indiana pageant. Um, I, I did pageants in the past and I never really had a platform that I was truly passionate about and I've always enjoyed them. Um, and so after this happened, I knew that this would be an awesome opportunity to be able to potentially have a title and be able to reach a larger population. And so I competed, um, and I won the title, Mrs. Indiana American. And so actually, um, my title ends in, uh, here in three weeks. So that that's not gonna <laughs> um, but so, You know, being able to use this platform um, throughout the year through uh, working, partnering with the American Heart Association, I became a heart saver instructor to where I can train other individuals on this life saving technique and um, also working with the American Heart Association as a social media ambassador, bringing awareness to the hands only CPR um, through educational videos um, and then, you know, being able to go out to nationals, that was an awesome experience. Uh, meeting with, you know, ladies from 50 other states and being able to share my story and make an impact. Um, I didn't come home with the ground, but I came home with this experience and new friendships. And, you know, when I got back, I had actually, um, i w- Mrs. one of the contestants had reached out to me and she said, I just want to tell you that when I came home, I your story had made such an impact on me that I told my entire family. And next month, I am going to get CPR certified. So that, that is incredible. right there. Yes. that right that there is the reason I was there. <laughs> oh yes, I didn't absolutely. need that. Crown.
0: <laughs> right, you, and you know we talk about like you can touch one person and then that multiplies, right? And I the think ripple that, effect. Yeah, I think that's. That's when I think about you as a person and your story, that's what I think about. Like you touch one person over here, you touch one person over here and you're able to share that. And then it goes and multiplies out, which I think is absolutely incredible. And then we can save more lives. You got it. Mm -hmm. You got it. Um, You know, we talked a lot about your passion for this and, and whether that's getting CPR certified, making people more aware about water safety even, Um, what does passion mean to you? And what does that look like, feel like, act like, whether that's just in generality or in your day-to-day life?
2: Passion, you know, to me, especially after having this experience, it's, it's this overwhelming feeling inside that you just want everyone to know what it is that you feel so um, much love for and importance for, and, and with CPR and, and having saving, saving Adam's life, um, you know, with this life-saving technique, I want others to, to know that they can be confident and that it's easy to learn. Um, and that, you know, if they're ever presented with a situation that they too, you know, could be the difference between life or death.
0: So What little nugget or what information do you want to leave our listeners so that they can be more aware of whether that's water safety, CPR, where should they go? What's their resource or what would you tell them um, post this podcast to go out and read this article or learn about this?
2: So as far as with drowning awareness and water safety, just want to tell you that it's not your typical wailing and flailing and yelling like the TV's show. It is very fast and it is silent and it can happen to anyone. So just be, you know, being hyper vigilant and aware of those safety tips that I mentioned earlier. And then in regards to CPR, like I talked about, going and online and finding a national training agency like the American Heart Association, reaching out to them, um, going on YouTube, checking out some educational videos on hands-only CPR, and just knowing that you two uh, can be the
0: difference between life or death. So us non-tech savvy people can just go on the Google and uh, search for that. Correct? Absolutely. Awesome. To be
1: educated.
0: EduMicated, You got it. That's good. You got it.
1: Well, Mrs. Indiana, we're going to close our time together with what we call the fun five. I'm going to give you one or two choices here. Uh, well, two choices. You can't have one choice. But you get to pick- don't overthink them. Oh, boy. Just first reaction. Shoot from the hip. Shoot, Shoot from, the, from hip. the hip. absolutely. So, are you ready? Yes. Here we go. <laughs> Ice skating or tobogganing? Ice skating. French fries or cake? Cake. Would you rather go to the dentist or the doctor? Doctor. Of course. That was an easy one. <laughs> Mansion in the city or a small farm in the country?
2: Small farm in the country.
1: Eat a jar of mayo or drink an entire bottle of hot sauce.
2: Ooh, a jar of mayo. Ooh, <laughs> mayo. Oh.
1: It, the David, hot what would you go? No what good. would
0: you go with? Hot sauce or mayo?
1: I'd do the mayo. Also, I, I there's only so much hot stuff yeah. I can take, and I oh my, my wife God. is all the hot stuff I need. So we're good. <laughs> but yeah, it'd have to be so mayo. Wait, How about I you, Carly? I think
0: Go with hot sauce because I feel like Oof. it would go down quicker
1: huh? than yeah.
0: like sitting there scooping out mayo. I don't know
1: there's a lot of mayo. Morgan, your chance to chime in here: mayo or hot sauce? Uh definitely hot sauce. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So two on two because yeah. if you get a mild hot sauce, I feel like you could just drink it uh and not yes, feel right. much. But
0: Completely like mayo, I feel would agree. like really s- fill you up. S- Sly. Sly. Yeah. Just go down
1: your Either way, three yeah. days later, you'd still be hurting from, yes, from on the whole both experience. Of those things. It'd be bad.
0: So you said cake. What kind of cake person are you? Like chocolate, vanilla? Marble. Marble. Ooh. Mixture. Like no, I'm it. hungry. Doesn't like that uh,
1: hurt your teeth when you bite into it? Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. It's been a true pleasure to have you, Kristen, with us today. Please join us next time on Across the Acres, where our goal is to connect challenge and inspire we ask you to share your thoughts on people and topics for future podcasts by reaching out to us via email at edu at that's edu short for education at bexhybrids.com you can also follow us on all of our social media platforms including we are bex so until next time we'll catch you across the acres